Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Backwoods Brothers. I'm with my man here, Tony. Yes, Tony, good to be here. You know, last week it was much more full in here. I know, we had five people stuffed in this little studio. Five VIPs. Oh yes, well, you know, VIP one. Uh-huh, uh, VIP two. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah right. You know, you gotta uh, do that. We, yeah. we, we, had, we had Mayor Drinkwine from the city of Estacada. VIP. Yep. Yes. Double VIP. Very important um, person. We also had Mayor uh, Pulliam uh -huh. and gubernatorial candidate yep. um, for Oregon. She's the mayor of Sandy. Um, and then we had Scott Kaiser, or Mayor Scott Kaiser, Mayor Kaiser. Yes. Brain's not working, apparently. Who made us work hard to get him here in the first place. Oh, Mr. He, Kaiser. He, he came. So glad. And he here. represented, though. He represented? Yep, yep. Something that was dear to his heart. So feel free to check that out. Guys, the most important people are watching us right now as well and joining us as we start talking. So make sure to get us out there, like, share, and subscribe. Check out our merch on backwoodsbrothers.com. Yep, and we're working heavily to update it with some, uh, we're gonna be adding a whole bunch of new stuff like the Pissed Off Patriot line. Pissed Off Patriot line, yes. Yep, yep, yes. and uh, also. Isn't there Let's Go Brandon? There's some Let's Go Brandon stuff coming out there, but that's, yeah. gonna, that's gonna fall into the Pissed Off Patriot gotcha, line. Gotcha, gotcha. There's a bunch of other stuff too, I don't wanna give it away too soon. Yeah. But also tomorrow. What's going on tomorrow? Brand, uh, Brandy, my wife, is starting her first episode of her show. Well, I knew that. I just want you to tell us that. So, the big cheese is going to start the show tomorrow. Uh, so yep. happy. Yep. So, we, we, we got that. There. Yeah, we got that going tomorrow. Uh -huh. She's going to be on with uh, by herself. Uh-huh. And she's going to be representing Ooh. what takes us two to do. She's going to be able to do it on her own. Isn't that woman power? That is, the, that's, that's women totally woman power. Y'all can she, do she shows, all by she, yourself. She, she Except go to the time. bathroom because they always go to the bathroom together. I know. You what know? is with that? It's like I it's broken know, or but something. If you start asking me to go to the bathroom with you, you'd better be old and senile. Anyways, hey, we're talking about today something. Um, well, we're talking about the church. But well, we'll, in order to talk about the church, and we're also talking about Kyle Rittenhouse first, right? Yeah, Kyle Rittenhouse. Um, but, he did an interview. Right. Yeah, he did an interview. But before I get to that, I got I forgot to give you something because I always give you something at the beginning of the show. And when we talk about church and we talk about Christians, um, one of the things is that we are the salt of the earth. We're supposed to go out and salt and salty, be salty, not salty, not no. salty, not anything like that, but be salty, making sure to touch people's hearts and make sure Flavor. to minister to people. But we're going to talk about all that later, right? But yeah. I have something for you now. I want to pull it out. It's a little salty. Um, I didn't. I wasn't able to go get drink, but I decided to go get you out of your refrigerator. Holy teriyaki, man! Dude, um, seriously, th this will last who does that? What we do is you take this and put it in a smaller container, uh -huh. and I put it like my on my different dishes and stuff, like my my top ramen and stuff, which is usually what we eat. Some so poor. Yeah, you need to have the, all of that to juicy up the top ramen. Yeah, it's actually so, great. It, it works in like a little. We use like a little, almost like a mustard container. That's it, not just, little. I know, we pour that into How it. How much teriyaki do you use? That's a lot of um, teriyaki, bro. Well, that'll last few months. That's a lot of teriyaki. I mean, I, mean, I don't think I even opened it yet. You know what? I like teriyaki steak, though. You gonna That's make me some? I don't know. I, I might, I'm smoking another turkey here tomorrow. What? I'm smoking he another knows. turkey. Hey, y'all, come to his house. I'll give you his address later. Uh, yeah, yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> uh, I smoked the turkey for Thanksgiving, and that, that was pretty good. And um, yeah. And uh, my man here missed it. But miss what? What did I miss? You, you, you missed a smoked turkey. Yeah, I missed a smoked turkey. Yeah, but you, you, you'll, you'll be getting Oh, for some... Thanksgiving. Hey, guys, happy for thanks belated Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay, so. Hey, I'm wearing a, by the way, real fast. I'm yeah. wearing a Jesse Lee hat. And, uh. Well, yeah, we, we actually Jesse have her set is. to come onto the show next month. 
next month. Oh, I know. This, no, one. this, this one. one. It is this month. In yeah. two weeks. Two weeks. Jesse Lee. Jesse oh, Lee. yeah. Just a small town so, fight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So okay. Jess, Jesse Lee is an awesome, amazing, Woo-hoo. amazing artist. Yes. And she she actually wrote a song after the fires and um, about our, our about our football team and about military. She's really she wrote good. a song about me, too. Did she? Yeah. What's that? I don't know. I'll figure it out. Um, but you know what? I, I, I haven't asked her directly, but I'm going to actually ask her if she'd be willing to help us put together a theme song for our show. I, I haven't asked her. She may say no, but that's fine. I get that. If she says and no, I'm she not, has to I'm stay not on putting the show. On, I'm not putting her on the spot, though. I just, Don't put her on the spot on the show. Okay. I won't. But we're talking about something like really important. We brought up Cal Rittenhouse like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. but he came back into the news after you asked me to watch an interview of his. I want to tell you, bro, I have to be totally transparent. I'm not a fan, necessarily, of underage kids um, doing kind of a vigilante justice type of thing. However, Mm -hmm. if I were to listen to the media, it would have supported my narrative. But since I actually decided to hear from the horse's mouth, which you asked me to watch a video Mm -hmm. uh, when he was on Tucker Carlson. So some people might say, well, he's on Tucker Carlson. So that tells you something. But because he uh, but he said a couple of things that really, 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 really shocked me. Mm -hmm. Um, That kid is straight up. But I'll tell you, I'll offer some supporting sentences on why I think he's straight up. Okay. Okay. Straight up meaning really good. And so I'm a Cal Rittenhouse fan. So whatever that well, makes me, it makes you know, me. It, and anyone who says they're not a fan of underage vigilantes or underage people doing that type of stuff, then I guess you you got to um, basically say that you don't agree with any kids that are part of the uh, cadets that are for the both uh, fire department and police department. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not vigilantes, but they're they're no, they're, they're basically not. they're basically doing the same thing that Kyle Rittenhouse was met, went there to do. He now, granted, they won't, they don't carry guns. I'll give that one. Yeah, okay, right. so that, that's that's a different discussion, and we'll talk about that later. True. Um, the uh, but as far as them being um, like out there and dealing with that type of stuff, cadets with the for our police department, they think they start at like fifteen or sixteen. Um, you also have stuff like the Eagle Scouts that are out there doing things. Yes. And that's he went there with a medical bag. Yes, he had a rifle, but I would damn well carry a rifle and the crap that was going on there too. But his intent was yeah. to put out fires, and his intent was to treat people. Didn't he have a relative that had asked him to come down or he knew someone or oh, his, someone his yelled dad, over and asked dude, if you... You know what I love the most thing about this? Yeah. They're like, oh, he crossed state lines with the rifle. First of all, he, he didn't cross state lines with the <laughs> rifle. He crossed state lines because the city he lived in was on the state line and the city he went to was 27 or 21 miles away. 21 miles away. Uh-huh. So basically, he crossed over into his backyard. That would be like he us, crossed over his backyard, dude, closed the fence. Dude, that would be like us driving to. State. That's like us driving to Gresham, or us driving to to Portland. I think is far. Portland is thirty five miles away. Thank God. So okay. I'm just saying it's, <laughs> that's in a different country. Um, okay. Yeah, but I'm just saying it's <laughs> to 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 go out to to that area. It'd be like us driving out to there. Yeah. So it wasn't that far. So that's that's it. That's just the media making a big deal about well, nothing. You know that. Spinning um, it. And, actually and they're like, oh, well, he went to a town that he didn't even live in. Well, no, his dad lived in that his town. His dad lived in that He town. knew people in that town. He knew the people he was at. Yes. He had connection to that town just as much as he had connection to where his mom was. The day before, he cleaned up graffiti. Mm-hmm. He was actually doing what Estacada Community Watch would be doing. Yep. He's doing those types of services, what the church would be doing. Yep. You know, cleaning up and, and being down there and being uh, a light. In, in that chaos. And that's what he went down to be. How did he get mixed up into this crap? 
That's the thing. Well, the thing he was down there trying to mm-hmm. trying to put out fires and, and and help people. He actually treated a bunch of protesters before all the stuff went down. Yep. And so, I don't blame him for carrying a weapon because you saw what happened. If he didn't have that, he'd be we we probably wouldn't even hear about him because he'd been killed and left left uh, untalked about, um, except for you know maybe some local media. But if but at the same time, I mean. Is it good that all people under age should be running out there with rifles? No. I mean, it's the overall thing is, should he have ever gone down there? That's debatable. That's debatable. Yes. It was, should he have gone down there? That's debatable. But really, today's show is actually what his interview did for me was make me a believer of him. Oh, it totally. Um, it, made, it put a human voice behind his actions. Um, and one of the things he said, and I'll quote it to start out, he said, this case had to do with the right to self-defense. It was not about race. It was the right to self-defense, mm-hmm. not about race. Exactly. That's spot on because um, they kept going after him and trying to say that he was a murderer. They say he's a racist. They say he was a white supremacist. Then he was a vigilante. The media couldn't even make up their own mind about what they want, what kind of bullshit they wanted to sling. Neither the president. Yep. Uh, yeah, the, the president too. He just. Oh, did you say the president? Yes. <laughs> the, the, the president of the media. I'm talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's your story. He got. He finally got me. Oh, I have. Yes. De- I have declared oh. that I would never call Mr. Biden, uh, Sleepy Joe, president. Uh, but I, I actually didn't say president and you, did, you didn't put those I, I i inferred it though yeah so yes um i owe you a, a, a two pence you owe me a steak dinner anyway so no but he said something he said something what? about racist what are you steak dinner for oh about uh oh 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 what did i because i tried to smoke your turkey but you weren't here okay but no 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 i don't know i don't have time for that i don't got time for that but no he said something here bro this is what he said <laughs> and i quote again he goes i am not a racist and I support, and this is what blew me away, y'all. Mm-hmm. You have to watch it. He said, I support the BLM movement. Now, before y'all get yourselves in a tizzy, he's 17 years old, okay? Well, so I think he put a caveat on that too, though. But he? he, right, and I'll put that. So he says, I put, he says, he goes on to say that if there were, if he were a person of, co- well, no, I'm going to go there. He said, because I'm getting ahead of myself. He said he supports the right for the BLM movement to do a protest, but not to burn down buildings. That yeah. was the quote. And not you know, to uh, do, 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 mess do, up buildings. I'm right there with him. I support BLM's right to protest. Mm-hmm. I do not support Antifa's right to be a terrorist group. And because Antifa aligns with BLM in many cases. Yes. Yeah. And so. I think BLM called just for today to um, boycott white businesses, by the way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is, it's Antifa is like, really? it's a, Antifa Seriously? is a key For issue. Yeah. But now the part where I where I um, where I don't agree with the BLM movement is when they press their their issues so hard, and that they they basically do stuff like, hey, either get on board with what we say. We're not going to talk about the rest of it. To get on board with what we say, we want all these reparations. We want it's you know we're not we're not, we can't be racist because we're black, but you, you guys can be racist because you're white. And all these type of things I've heard from these different BLM people from that have marched with BLM that have said to us over the over the last couple of years. That's, I don't agree with those type of crazy pieces, but I agree with the fact that they have a right to protest, and in some cases, their message is not bad. Right, and you know, okay, does in racism? Some cases, some does, cases. Does racism? Does sexism? Does 
any other ism you can think of exist? Yes, it does, because it's sin. There's sin in the world. Exactly. So it does exist. Is is the system racist inherently? We're going to no. have a debate there. No. Yeah, absolutely. I, so, I mean, maybe in the past there have been some stuff in there, but we found those and we got rid of them. We have overcome. And, uh, so, yeah, go ahead. Yes, but, but, but so I don't agree with the BLM movement as a movement. I think it was great marketing because you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. I didn't cuss there. If you say black lives don't matter or you don't support black lives matter, then that means that you don't support black lives. Well, the, the marketing of that little that little sentence it is went, excellent. Way but it's supporting this this movement is a sinister movement. It's tearing down mm -hmm. families, exactly. the structure of families. It's making African American, Black Americans more victims. Mm -hmm. um, the victim well, mentality I, runs rampant. I believe that, they, like I said, the, already the, the core center of what they were trying to start the movement with, and the core center of their other idea was, hey. You know, uh, Black Lives Matter. It should be Black Lives Matter too. Should be the first also, thing. Or, or also, or yeah, also whatever along yeah. those lines. Um, and it and it should be understand of hey, there's some areas where racism does exist, and that they needs to be it needs to be risen up to the surface so it can be seen and taken care of. But that's that's not everywhere. It's not systemic. It's not inherent in everybody else. And just because you're white, you're not racist. And Black Lives are not the only lives that matter. Black lives are not the only lives that matter. All lives matter, including law enforcement. Including law enforcement. So, so yes. And so I cannot say that your life doesn't matter. You're my best friend. You're my brother. Your life matters. The same as your life matters. Your life matters. Our, yes. Everybody, life matters equally. There's no equally. one that has any less. Well, and getting back to Kyle, that's what he was basically saying. He, exactly. goes on, he even goes on to say here, Joel, hmm. he goes on to say in this meeting, he goes, if I were an African-American or black, he believed that he would not have had, or that black American would not have had quite the representation that he got. He even admits that. And Tucker was like, wow. So this guy says right here, there's a possibility that there is some racism. There's a possibility that there would be some misrepresentation. He said, there's that possibility. I'm doing this for all you. I'm doing this for victims. I'm doing this for those who find themselves in the middle. What business owner did something to the person that's burned down their business? He is about and he is for the person that can't defend themselves. Exactly. Sounds like a military uh, type oh, of Yeah, oh, exactly. He'd fit, he'd fit really serve. well in there. Yeah. Hard to serve, hard to defend, hard to protect. Hard to defend, protect and defend. Uh, exactly. He'd, make, yeah. he'd probably make a good uh, uh, you know, medic in the Army or, uh, you know, God forgive me, but maybe a good Marine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So that's what he said there. I, there's some other things that he said, but I want to I want to keep going. But good, keep going with yours. Well, yeah, and so um, well, like I said, he he has some points there that there, like I said, there are places in this country that have have issues. We've seen it, and it's it's been it's been propped up. But like I said, I think they took a message that mm -hmm. had a good purpose and a good ideal and a good heart behind it, and then they took it from here at a at a, at a good level. And they just threw so over the top. They went so far past what it should have been that it just made it a, a, an evil message in the end because they added so much stuff that, that isn't – that's bullshit. This bullshit. Man, bullshit. This man was outnumbered. This boy was outnumbered. He uh, makes a reference to a jump kick man. You remember jump kick man? No, no. Oh, okay. So this is what Jump Kick Man did. He kicked him twice in the head while he was down. Oh, that guy, yeah. Yes, that was Jump Kick Man. And then while he was down on the ground, someone decides, well, that's not enough. That I'm going to go ahead and hit him in the back of the neck with a skateboard, which you've heard. Twice. Uh, yes, yes. 
and this was while Kyle was running. He was running to the um, police. To the, to the police. Yes. Now, the day before, uh, or actually earlier that day, he was threatened by white men, by the way, mm-hmm. that called him the N-word that mm-hmm. he said. He said the white men were calling him a nigga. Well, if the white man calls you a nigga, you're, you're a nigga. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> so, so <laughs> what I'm saying is the... Um, no, but that's what he said. That's now, what he said he granted, was being called. Do you, do you, and do you don't know why he was running to the police, right? Be, well, yeah, I do. Go ahead. But, yeah, but yeah, please make it, your point because I'm on fire. Well, yeah, because that previous point before that he is when he he had been chased into a corner by um, that crazy guy with an orange thing on his head and a chain. Yes, and he he tried to he basically he he was running towards where the fire was, uh-huh. and then this guy started chasing, so he started running. Realized he was in a corner, he had no other choice. This guy was right on top of him, and when he turns around, the guy grabs his gun. Yep, and he had no choice at that point but to fire in fear of his life. Yep. You know, and so at that point, he uh, he, was he, being he, he immediately got on the phone and said, "Hey, I just yeah. shot somebody." Reporting it in, I I don't I never heard if he called nine one one or who. That, I, I never oh, saw the phone. If Kyle, who we actually called? Oh no, no, this is this I, is what I, happened. Yeah, this is what happened. So as he was running towards the line, he had to watch his back. He was watching to see if someone was following him. Basically, he had to watch his back. He didn't see anybody, or he couldn't decide who was who, so he didn't shoot. Sounds like a pretty calculated man to me. Well, yeah. Because if I was you, scared, you're jumping, I'd be going... You're, you're, you remember when we were at Threat ahead. Dynamics? You're jumping ahead, though. Okay, but you remember when I was at Threat Dynamics? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. If he, the way he told his story, everything he told was methodical, and everything he told made sense, and everything he told was, wow. I didn't think he knew how to use a gun. He said even he locked stock bear. I don't know how he did it, but he made it so that he knew he was shoot, who he was shooting when he shot. Even in all of that chaos. Well, you can get that training before. There's nothing wrong with getting that training. Even, I mean, well, you, yeah. you can get that training probably from watching, I mean, from playing video games, I'm sure. I don't know. Well, but okay. But you I guess, got training from the military, so I didn't. You got training. So you know all that stuff. I don't. But the thing is, he didn't call the police. He turned himself in. Well, yeah. No, my question is, um, oh. if you actually watch the video, uh-huh. what happened? After he shot. Oh, did I watch the video? Then? No, yeah. After, after he oh. shot him, uh-huh. you see him walking away on the phone. He says, I just shot somebody. I don't know if he called law enforcement or if he called. Because he, I, I he know told who, the law enforcement when he got there. Yes, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know who he called then. Yeah. But then he tried to come back to render aid to the person. He said that. But he tried to come back to render aid after he made the phone call. Yeah. And then people started coming in and they started, you know, they started, there's a lot of people started coming in that were, you know, part of that protest. And so he got really scared because mm-hmm. what has happened, I would be too. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, Absolutely. okay, I'm, I'm going to start going to law enforcement. Wasn't he already hit in the head? He no, no, no. No, no, that, str- no that, that was afterwards. This he first, was running towards the line. He was already saved right. at the line, right? The first, the first person he shot wasn't after he's running. The first, oh no, no, okay. okay. That, that that was when he got cornered. Okay, and then after that, he came back to he he made a phone call. Uh-huh. Uh, he's walking and made a phone call. You see in the video, and he uh-huh. comes back to render aid, and a lot of people started coming in. He got scared and so he started running towards law enforcement. Uh-huh. They started chasing him, and then while they're chasing him, that point is when the thing started. That's when he got. He, I think he tripped and fell, and then he got yes. kicked twice, and he got the guy hit the skateboard, twice. and that's when he shot a couple people. So. Yes. Because, I mean, that's what I would do. I mean, nothing he did is something I wouldn't do myself. No. He said I was being ambushed. He says he remember. I wrote down, he remembers in details the, the, the ambush. Kyle told the cop when he got there that he had shot someone. So that's after he was, after everything you just told me. Yep. But he ran to the cop, and the cop told him to go home. And Tucker at that time went, what? Go home? Do you remember that part? Uh, yeah, I believe I heard about that. Yeah, told him to go home. Even Tucker was like, what? Go home? 
after did he hear what he said? So he ended up going, and, and this is where the media has it wrong. Uh, the cops didn't give him a high five and give him a whoop, whoop, whoop. They didn't have time to do the whoop, whoop. Mm-hmm. So what they did, they sent him home. But when he got across state lines again, he turned himself into the precinct, which was Antioch precinct, Antioch police station. Yeah. Yeah. So he turned himself in. What type of man who has nefarious uh, intentions would turn himself into a cop after the cop told him to go home? I, I, I probably would myself. I would, I would, I would turn myself. No, in. but that's because you didn't have ill intent. You were yeah. stuck in a situation. Oh yeah, yeah. If you, had, if you had ill intent, you pack a bag and leave the country. Hey, if you tell me to go home, I'm like I'm out. You know, you know. But he didn't have that nefarious uh, intention. Yeah. And it says, and I said this. He goes at one point. He says he agrees uh, with the right to protest, which I told you about, and and mm-hmm. his belief of the BLM movement. Um, he just went. He also said that. Uh, he didn't know that he was going to be arrested for defending himself. That was yeah, one of his quotes. It, you know, if you remember during when we actually went to um, to that uh, training out there, um, they actually said, hey, you very well for doing the right thing, you may very well still be arrested. That's okay. It's because what you do, even if you get arrested, you still have your lawyer. You Your lawyer tells your case the way it is and everything else. And then what happened? You get acquitted, or he, or they drop the charges. But he said this though: they picked them. They didn't. They arrested him, but they picked him up at six o'clock in the morning, and they arrested him without a criminal complaint. So that that. So how do you arrest somebody without a criminal complaint? Um, you can still do it if there's a warrant issued for him. So. Okay, okay. Here's another one. He also said that one of his lawyers said, uh, one of his lawyers said while he was in jail that he was part of an unorganized militia. Yeah, the, the, lawyer, the lawyers, militia. I was really shocked to hear about some of the things that the lawyers did there. Um, apparently, I, I believe he said that he he had the money uh, like early on after yep. like 30 days to get out of jail or something like that. Yeah. And they kept it, his lawyers kept him in there till like day 75 or 80 or something like that. Because they wanted to raise more money for the, his defense. Yes. To, wanted to raise more money for his defense. Quote, unquote. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's, that is that is garbage. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. care if his lawyers, if it's the same, I don't know if it's the same lawyers that got him off or what. Yeah, I but don't know. I, I, he, did, I, he didn't specify that. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he may have said the names, but I, I don't remember the, the exact names and I couldn't clarify that. I need yeah. to check into that. Yeah, watch um, the interview but yourselves. his, that, that is, I don't care if it is the same lawyers. Those lawyers are scum of the earth. I don't care if they got him off or not. Yeah. But you don't keep a kid in an adult. He was in an adult detention. Yes. They don't yes. keep a kid in adult detention. Um, for when, what was it? Ninety? No. It was, it was like eighty days. Eighty days or something. For the, you don't keep yeah. in the, you don't keep him there for a day longer than you have to. Right. If you're the lawyer and you have the money to get him out, I don't care what you're trying to do to raise money for his defense. You're a dog and you're scum of the earth, and you des- you deserve to like turn in your well, turn in your credentials or whatever you do to practice law. While he was sitting in jail making friends, because he told you remember he said that he was oh, yeah. playing games with them mm-hmm. and making friends, because he you could tell he's a friendly guy. I mean, like yeah. while he was sitting there, like it was, uh, I made some friends in jail. But he said while I was in jail, he said that the pro- his lawyers and maybe some prosecutors and the media were smearing him. Oh. Um, and saying that he was, you know, calling him a white supremacist, and um, and and uh, he urged president. Actually, I got to tell the you this, guys. Yeah. He urged the president af- uh, on Tucker Carlson. He 
uh, urge the president to go back and watch the tape that you referred to mm -hmm. instead of uh, making his own conclude or narrative up, basically. Uh, I get you there. And one of the comments that's come in, it says, the more we talk about the uh, about racism, the more it sticks around. Yeah. That's true. It's just, Especially when it's uh, racism is definitely highly misused. Now, there's nothing wrong with having the talk when it needs to be said. But when everybody's calling everything racist or anything, if you don't agree with them, you're racist or whatever else it might be. Is racism this, racism that? It's it's broke what the effect of that word of racist or racism had. And so, yes, it's way over-talked about and it's way misused. Let me let me say something to that a little bit. I, I, I like that comment. I do. I think it's a great comment. It's not talking about racism. It's the way we talk about racism. Exactly. Um, talking about racism in itself will not create more racism. Um, it, 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 but talking, but the way we talk about racism, um, I think we need to change that. So uh, I agree. I could I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I mean, it's it, the way. Well, I mean, no, I don't think the younger generation even knows what the hell they're talking about when they say racism. Because no. they only knows what the media is fed to them or the bullshit yeah. that that's been fed to them from uh, around the. That's area. why I said now, the way. No, I'm not. I'm not saying everybody. Every young yeah. generation, part of the generation, doesn't know. There's people out there that are very smart. Yeah. The young generation that do have a concept of what it is, but most people, I don't think they really understand what racism really is. Now, I'm, just, I'm not even talking about first-hand experience. I just mean the general definition of what racism is. Yeah. The minute so you tell me that a so black person can't be racist. We're done talking because you have no concept to that. Well, why not this? Why not talk about, instead of racism, why don't we talk about injustice? Injustice. Injustice. There you Everybody go. gets a picture exactly. of what injustice means. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, which, yeah. we're, speaking of that right here, there's a great person. Uh, Someone said comment. that? No. I would like to know how the third individual that pointed a pistol was never charged with a crime. Injustice right there. That guy, need, that guy needs to be charged with a crime. And yes. I want to know why he's not charged with a crime. And I think that the prosecution in that area needs to be held accountable for that. Yeah. Now, so. I'll tell you something. You know, okay, you know, and, and guys, you might get this one picture of me that um, I might be a little bit naive. Now, I'm not naive to know that the Ahmad Aubrey case was a case of racism. Yeah. Um, it, it, I mean, clearly... Uh, I don't know the details of the case. So I don't have a lot to say on it. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, looking at that one, there was that. But well, do, do I look under rocks for racism? No. No, that's the problem. Is you, no. Marches on a town. No. Marches on a, in, a, in small towns and cities and to to call out systemic racism. When and when you ask the people that that organize those, okay, can you find me one statute or um, ordinance in our city, or where is this? Where is something written in our city that runs our city where the racism is? Yeah. Well, by the they way, they can't answer it because there's nothing there. By the way, I'm so done with racism. I want to look at the person's heart. So those were three bad men that decided to bum rush a runner that mm -hmm. possibly didn't look like them. I don't know what's in their heart specifically, but there were three men ambushing injustice, someone that couldn't defend themselves. Uh, well, so injustice. Yeah. Well, technically, he could defend themselves. I mean, they learn out the hard way. Um, well, I guess so. Yeah. So uh, a couple of things here, and then we're right up against our break, so I want to get a couple of these, oh, these comments out. Yep, if you have something to say, go ahead and say it, and then I'll bring out the comments. Okay. Um, he goes, <laughs> uh, Tucker asks, uh, are you going to go ahead and uh, um, basically um, get your name back? Are you going to defend your name? Are you going to hold these people accountable <laughs> for defaming him? He goes, and I love this, he goes, I have really good lawyers working on all of the details of holding those accountable for um, the defamation of character. 
So, mm-hmm. I mean, I thought, and then I went ahead and looked up Oregon self-defense law. Um, and I really would love for you guys to look at that because if you look at that self-defense law, mm-hmm. it actually supports Kyle's actions. Yep, most of them do. Um, you know this from a, being a gun owner yourself. If you're going to point it at somebody, a, well, a gun at someone. Here's the thing is what makes Kyle's def- case so defensible. Yeah. He was running away and they were chasing him. And the only reason why he did, uh, he didn't st- running and stop turn and start shooting at him. He fired when he was cornered. So mm-hmm. he couldn't run away. And then once he once that happened, he tried to run away again. They chased him. And when Chipton fell, they started attacking him. He didn't have the ability to run away at that point. He had to defend himself right there or he was yeah. going to get killed. He's going to get killed. He said, so, I thought I was going to But die. he tried to run away, and they were chasing him. Yep. And only when he tripped and fell did he show fire shots. That right there is exactly what Oregon law says. It's called standing ground law. Standing ground. So, um, and he yeah. wasn't standing. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, he was getting he kicked was, in the head. He was getting kicked in the head. So, so yes. Exactly. Yes. So a couple quick comments real quick before we move on to our yeah. break here and then on to our next session. Uh, with our uh, friend and producer uh, George, yes, Austin, George uh, Austin Green. We were talking about some uh, some re- religion stuff there, and we were yeah. talking about. Um, I think you know, I'm feeling he's probably going to bring up as a as, as he's a writer as well, so bring up some things about his book. Yeah, but you probably see during the intermission, you'll see one of his books. Yes, I'll take him the intermission after you read yep. your your comments. Yeah, there. so uh, bi- uh, this is the first comment. Bigots exist in all cultures, regardless of ethnicity, there you or go. color. There but you go. most people are not racist; just some. They don't represent the norm. Um, the next one is to end racism, uh, treat everyone the same. Yep. And uh, here's the next one: the concept of racism. Actually, can I go back to that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we honestly treat everybody the same? I, I mean, I don't want to be treated the same as you. You know why? Because you have different <clears throat> gift, you have a different gift set than me. Well, just yeah. treat me like a human being. Uh, yeah, exactly. I think it's what they're, I think it's a yeah. generic thing. Uh-huh. So the same is not. Um, Unity is not uniformity. Uniform. There you go. Yeah. Yep. So when you, I think when they're saying the same, it's not saying uniformity. Yep. Saying is that. Yep. You know, don't say, oh, well, because you're black, you mm-hmm. can't come in. Right. It's not. Don't care. But Stop also, saying color. Also, because I'm black, don't give me extra treatment, though. Please mm. don't pacify. Exactly. Eat. Affirmative action was probably. It makes no sense these days. It made sense originally because they were trying to eat. Gets to you know, stop the racism there, yes. but affirmative action no longer makes sense. I need to be done away with. Right, that's something of the past. Well, now it's so. it, now it's the pendulum has swung. It's swung now so far. Now you need way. affirmative action. Yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous. Um, Sorry, bro. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, we, we have you on the show because we're trying to fit a quota. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the concept of racism was founded on an immoral, faulty BBN made-up history. Yeah. Um, how many more lawsuits are on the way? I don't know. It's a good question. Hopefully, lots. Yeah. yeah, I think you talk about the Kyle part. To of it. be continued, um, guys. Yeah, look, watch, watch. Uh, by the way, for when it comes down to media, don't take anyone's single word for it. Check sources, three different kind of sources, minimal, so you make sure you see the right stuff. Which uh, actually, I want to go back and say that because that's why we're commenting on Kyle's actual interview. Yeah. Go back and watch it, but even then, listen to it with your own ears, mm-hmm. not the filters. That we exactly. Have here. Last one before we go to break. Uh, they want a repeat on what you said about Oregon self-defense laws. Um, so uh, basically, I think that was them telling us <laughs> to repeat on it. Well, so the Oregon, I have it right here. The Oregon self-defense law. Can I read that to him? Um, read yeah, it. go and read it real quick, and then we'll go to okay. break. Uh, in the Oreg- okay, in Oregon, you can use physical force to defend yourselves or others if there's a reasonable belief that lawful... Sorry, guys. Physical force will be used on you. Okay? 
uh, or others. Uh, the simple definition is this, doesn't change much from state to state. And I, I'm not going to go on. But that, that's basically what, um, it is. what we'll do is we'll, we'll put it up on here. We'll, we'll, too we'll as put well. it up on here. The, uh, the link it. to the organ. Sorry, guys. Yeah, Me we'll, trying to read. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> print. Um, so we'll put it up on the uh, here in our description so you can have it. And uh, so you, and uh, we'll, we'll basically update the uh, yeah update it for that so you guys can link to it, read it yourself. But basically, it's, it has something to do with the stand the ground law. So yeah, and I, and actually, it's right here, so I can put that on right after. Exactly. Okay, guys, well, we're going to go to break, um, and then after break, we'll have uh, George Austin on to talk a little bit about religion. Well, thank you for taking us out. Okay, thanks, guys. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I just, I still, you can bring us in. <laughs> thanks, guys. racist because you have an ID to vote are the same ones who want you to have a vaccine passport to go to an Oregon Duck football game or your grocery store or anything else. And what I want to know is, is for all the talk about Republicans being dictators and about how we enforce our values and beliefs on everybody else, what say you about Joe Biden this last week? What is it with our leaders saying that they want to force their values and their beliefs onto the rest of us? We are sick and tired of people in Portland telling us how to live our lives. When I ask that question, have you been talking to your spouse or partner about moving out of the state? Y'all raised your hands. I'm not going to let a bunch of people come into our state and tell us that we have to move. I don't know if you've been to Missoula, Montana, or Boise, Idaho recently, but you guys, cancer spreads. And if we don't draw the line here in our state, in our communities, we're gonna lose this country forever. We gotta stand up and fight back. This is the last stand. So with your help, that comes to an end in November. Most people like Christmas a bunch. 
And truth is, so did Herbert Grunch. He liked the food, the games, the smells, the way children played with their toys. Welcome back, you guys. As you notice, we have a third person here, uh, George. He's our producer, and we're glad to have him on to talk about something very close to his heart. Um, so we invite you to tune in. We love your comments. We love your questions. Be sure to share, like, and subscribe. Brother, take it away. Go ahead, George. Is that on you? Oh, well, hey, we were having a conversation, um, was it last week or the week before? We started talk talking. No, it was last week. We started talking about... It was the last time Sean Drinkline was on before this one. Uh, uh, a few weeks back. Yeah, a few weeks back. We started talking about the purpose of the church. Mm -hmm. Because um, it's easy to look at a particular group of people and say, you know, they ought to be doing more of this or that. And so we started to just kind of talk about what, what, what that meant. And it's funny because we were mentioning that this was religion. I think that's how we went off on it. Um, well, what we were saying was actually relationship over religion. Well, that's something that I've heard a lot. Uh and it's kind of hard to not refer to uh, somebody's belief systems as religion. But yes, the well, whole point when it comes what's to Christianity. The definition, what's, what's the definition and purpose of religion? It's the practice thereof is what that actually falters down to. And so relationship over religion. And so the, therefore the practicing of it and how you, the, the, um, basically the uh, rituals are not as important as religion. They mean nothing if you don't have the relationship. At least in Christianity... It's that relationship with Christ that matters so much. If you don't have the focus on that relationship first, which is because, you know, God actually built the, the church out of love. He, he actually created us out of, out of love. So he created the earth, and then he, created, he brought us to the earth and made us right. dominions over the earth, but he created us out of love. And so yes. that relationship so. is the most important thing there. So if the, if the church, when I say the church, it could be any church, um, is focused on that, the religion portion of it, of, you know, you got to be X versus the relationship portion of it, then that's where it's faulty. So this is the thing. We define what it means to have a relationship and how that looks. Some some people, uh, for example, I might play checkers with my kids at night, and mm -hmm. you might always take the kid out to throw a ball, and another yeah. person might play video games or something like that. And the things that they are doing, that they're used to doing, that's familiar to them, is how they're spending time in relationship. Uh, if you decide that the only way that you can spend time with somebody is by playing pinochle every night, and that's just the tradition, that's how we're going to do it, and now your grandkids don't even know how to play pinochle, well, that's kind of like the institution of some churches, where it's like, I don't even know why or what that gown that person's wearing means, or why they're splashing water on that baby's face, or... It's just a ritual that they've gotten used to doing that used to mean something more. And maybe it still does to certain people, mm -hmm. but, you know, it's different for different people. So it's kind of like, well, who am I to say whether or not that's a relationship? But in their heart, they got to decide. So actually, before we continue, I wanted to ask the audience, please write in the description what you think would be the best use of. Um, you could say a church or it could be a, a nonprofit. If you were to have a nonprofit or a church that you were running yourself, 
would it be something that would be for teaching people maybe to better their lives or uh, how to be better people or just educating them about something that's more important? Would it be about reaching people like uh, to give to people that are in need? Or would it be um, miracles, healings, um, how to like reach people so that they're, they're being healed? Um, please write down in the comments, which one do you think would be the most important use? If it was you, what would you want to do? Okay. No, like I said, it's in, it's important to everybody else to have that, that uh, understanding of it. But I'm going back to biblical theology here, and what because it, it's my my purpose and my understanding of it means nothing to what Christ's purpose and understanding mm -hmm. was of it. And he's been pretty clear about that relationship is, is much more important to him over religion. I mean, he, he overturned the, the money changers' tables and the temple because that was a practice that he didn't agree with. What he got down to is that personal relationship. He brought 12 in because he wanted that personal relationship. And he, he talks about relationship all the way through. So that's why it's so important to understand the relationship thing. Mm -hmm. Now, what's, what, is, what does God talk about us? With but, wait, wait, wait. Can you slow down just a little bit? Because you went straight from, you, you said religion is this and relationship is this. Mm -hmm. But the fact is, is you're redefining what religion actually originally meant. Because, like I was pointing out, there are rituals that we have done, just like for some people it might be tucking in your kids at night, every night before they go to bed, or praying together before you, you have some food. That's religion, but it also happens to just be a ritual that could be a part of how you are relating to God and how you're relating to other people. There's a, it's not a completely separate thing. Yes, that's true. It's, I'm not saying it's a separate thing, but I'm saying ritual doesn't always equal relationship. Right. Now, also, just because you've always done it does not mean it the way it is. There was a lot of things you used to sacrifice sheep and goats to cover your sin. But Christ changed that when he tore the veil and he died for our sins. Mm -hmm. He tore that veil so we could have that personal relationship. That used to be how you used to have that relationship, the rituals. So rituals don't have to always pass down time. They, there's things that can change based upon the relationship. As long as that relationship is the center of it, the rituals are great on top of that. But if you don't have that relationship with Christ, mm -hmm. that, that center focus, and your relationship, my relationship with Christ, has nothing to do with you or Tony or anyone else, that's between me and Christ. Mm -hmm. If you don't have that relationship, then none of those other rituals mean absolute anything. It's a center point. And the thing is, when you have that relationship with Christ, he's constantly filling you. He's constantly pouring into you. He's overfilling you. And so that begins to outpour out of you into others. And that, that is a visual thing. You see it happening by wanting to go out and spread that. You can't spread mm -hmm. that from inside the church because the church is, is bound and you don't have the you don't have the ability to get that out there. Your people that have uh, it naturally so pour you went out. straight into Hold on, let me finish. Okay. Um so now I'm saying just because someone doesn't ever go out on the streets does not mean that they that they don't overfill with it. No. But what I'm saying is in general, most people they stay within the four walls of the church. Mm-hmm. In a lot of cases, when you when you start to look into their lives and you start talking to them, their relationship is, is shaky. Right. I've, been, I've been those people before, so I know. Mm -hmm. I can I can put on a good facade on Sunday, but go home and live my life differently every other day of the week. Right. So relationship is different. Relationship is there. It's it's what you have with God between you and God, and that is something that is not meant with the church. There, that is meant to be between you and God. The church is to bring in fellowship and support. If you actually look at the way it talks about it through Matthew, through Romans, on through Acts, it talks about the church a lot now. Right. So did you know that the word church was an Irish word that actually means building? It came from the word kirk. Actually, I, um, I, they traced it further back to Hebrew. 
So the original word that they generally refer to is ecclesia, which is mm -hmm. talking about the church in general. But when we say church, we think of, you said, the four walls of the church, when that's not ever what it was supposed to be. Church is meant to be international. On top of that, there's the several places where the body is referred to because mm -hmm. there's so many different parts of the body that do mm -hmm. different things. Now, if your focus is on reaching people, that seems to be your biggest thing. Um, helping people that are in need S serving people serving people if that is your focus and that is your main thing and you have no connection i don't want to say no connection but if, if all you're doing is focusing on that somebody could think okay the best good that i can do is just focusing on this and the best way for me to do that is to make sure everybody else is doing that too and that leads you into social services and let's use the government to give and force I everybody to think, do it. No, I think I think you've took that in a way wrong. No, path. what I'm not saying is I'm I not saying with that 100%. listen, I'm not saying you agree with that. I'm saying there's a a sliding scale where you can go from what is good and, and perfect and right, a person deciding to serve. And then that could become an institution. Of, uh, we have a whole company where now everybody's able to give and we're able to take that and give it to people. And after that has been given enough time, it eventually can become this other thing that is no longer having that heart behind it because in their minds that we're just all about trying to serve people, but they're missing the point because now it's a, well, it's a force. The same can be argued for the church. Uh, no, no, because you're using the wrong word there. Because church, it, what are you talking about? Are you talking about the building? Are you talking about the entire the body, community? The body. Because the, the, the there's church a can become the church can become so complacent and so locked in mm -hmm. to the rituals that they're missing again that relationship. And when I say relationship, right. I'm talking about between you and God, but also there's relationship outside of that too, and that's with other people, other believers, and things like that. So Absolutely. Because it says in the Bible, where two or more are gathered, God is there also. Exactly. It's important for us to not neglect the fellowship but, of believers, right? Don't yeah, and I, I'm that. not arguing that. That's never been my argument. My no. argument's always been, and I'm talking about the actual institutional piece of the church. That's what I'm talking. I've always argued about that. I've never argued. I've always understood that there's a greater that the church, when Christ refers to it, he's referring to the body as in the mm -hmm. whole. He actually talks about it all the way through there. Talks about it in Acts. Paul mentions it. Christ mentions it. It's actually when he first mentioned his church in Matthew. He first he actually I think it's Matthew six. He first mentions it. Um, is actually that's where the word uh, what's the what's the word you use? Ecclesia. Ecclesia. I'm sorry, my remembering Hebrew or Greek is. Doesn't work. Ecclesia. Well, you're obviously not a good Christian if you don't. Oh know yeah, so I don't. Yeah, come on. Now. <laughs> no, but um, but he actually mentions it in there, and actually, maybe in Matthew chapter five. I always get this two mixed up. It's not that important. It's, I mean. Anyway, but yeah, we, he's actually the first one to ever mention church uh -huh. or the, the body or ecclesia, as you call it. Are you right? Well, okay. So um, yeah. Anyways, but as as he as he talks about it, he's talking about the body. The 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 people who focus on the religious practices so much was actually the Pharisees. Yeah. If you actually look through there. And so that's that's what I'm talking about. I'm trying to to identify the separation of that relationship, that church body, and who we are. We don't have to go somewhere. We don't have to practice a certain way in order to have that relationship. We can have a relationship. We're having church right here. We're talking about Christ. We're we're intermittent with each other. We don't have to be worshiping. We don't have to be praying to do that. We can still have that fellowship. So and that's what I'm trying to that's what I've been trying my arguments been all along is the, the concept of today's religion, and this is more an American issue than it is a worldwide issue. Um, mm -hmm. it, it is because the, the, the I'd have to disagree. That's fine, but I mean, go, go to China and find the people that are sitting in a house together or in a three of them in a room just mm -hmm. having a conversation about it because they can't have a church because they'll be killed. 
That's a good example right there. We don't. There's not. A I ton see what you building. mean. There's a complacency that comes with comfort. Exactly. And, and that, the people, the church about. was growing rapidly when people were being killed. It was also brand new, fresh, and people knew that if they accepted this, it was a life or death situation. Mm-hmm. And once it becomes a comfortable thing, then it becomes an institution. Now, institution sounds like a, a, a neutral word, but. Mm-hmm. Really, that's what happens. You you take um, how many colleges do you have out there that started out as basically as churches, and then they eventually became institutions, mm-hmm. and now they don't have anything to do with Jesus anymore. Uh, they can definitely grow into something. Tons awesome. of them. I don't disagree. I mean, look what's happening right now with the Salvation Army. Yeah, they just embraced critical race theory. Yeah, that's a conver- exactly. That's a conversation, and it can definitely <clears throat> grow that way. Mm-hmm. But that's because I believe they lost the relationship portion. What I was just going to point out was that um, it is a human, it is just part of being human, that this kind of thing will naturally happen, and it's been happening. But you might be forgetting, maybe, that um, when Jesus was talking to the Pharisees, he was saying, woe to you Pharisees, because you tithe 10% of your mint and your cumin and, and all these different spices, but you don't take care of these other people. But then he says, you should have done the former without neglecting the latter. He doesn't say, don't do all those little tiny things and being particular. Good on you for being so particular about making sure you're giving your sacrifice. Because as it is, even now, we still do sacrifices. They're not sheep and goats, but we sacrifice our time. We sacrifice our stuff. We mm-hmm. just sacrifice our attention and make sure that he's the most important thing. Of course, and there's but nothing wrong with sacrifices. As soon as no you start required. deciding that this is how the church is supposed to look, and therefore, that that is alien to me is not what it's well, supposed I, to be. Again, That's where, and I don't mean to put you in a box. What I'm trying to say is, if you are on this side of this, mm-hmm. then that would be putting you in a box. No, I'm not saying that that by looking at a particular piece, it's wrong. I'm saying what's been evident in the larger part of the body and so many institutions. I mean, the word institution versus church, just to help differentiate that yeah that's good and so what's been lost in the institution and the people that are attending that institution is the relationship piece because that relationship piece like i said you can see it through all the books of the bible that when you have that relationship there's a certain outpouring that comes out there's a certain reaction you have and a mm-hmm. desire that you that you have to to outpour that love to others that seems to be so critically absent in so many so many ways on the, in, the, in the institutional body. Earlier, you guys were talking about racism. Yeah. And you were saying, um, point one out for me, right? Put, let, give, point me out a, a racist. Point me out a, a, a racist legal a law that's... Just point it out. Because there's this vague concept that there's this evil out there and we need to fight against it. But point it out. Like, it sounds to me like you've got a, a certain concept of this is all of this out there mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that it's all bad yeah i'm not saying it's all and bad. there's actually a, a whole lot of good there too uh, yeah I, i'm not well and I'm you not, say a majority too a majority from what i've seen and this is from what i yeah. my, my, my picture and when i've talked to other people too it's not just my vision mm-hmm. there's other people that that agree with me that the church has grown complacent and i say complacent. The, church, oh, the, the institution in the church i only say the church too the american church that's the american body has mm-hmm. grown complacent in so many ways and they, they're missing that relationship piece that comes out of that. Now, the relationship piece out of there, I know we got some comments, so I don't want to forget those. Well, yeah, um, but the relationship in. piece that, com- that, that comes out of that, like I said, there's, an evident, there's evidence of that. 
when when a when a tree is healthy, and he talks about it in the Bible, when mm-hmm. a tree is healthy, what to it do? It bears fruit, right? Mm-hmm. So, but when there's the fruit isn't being barren, and the fruit doesn't mean not necessarily be souls, as so many people salvations is what we've attached that mm-hmm. fruit to. But fruit is something just loving your neighbor. Christ also identifies that as fruit is just loving your neighbor because you're not doing the work to bring top to bottom. Sometimes you're just giving a piece of that puzzle and God's doing the work on the backside. We don't see the whole thing. So that fruit that we're doing might just be simply loving your neighbor, helping them out, doing a yard for them, simply being there. And then mm-hmm. God's doing the work. And sometimes you get the fruit of it saying, hey, why is it that you guys do so much for the community? And we can say, because the core center of who I am is Jesus Christ. Because the love he gives me, I have to outpour to others because he died for my... We can go into that. And we've done that many times on our... on our uh, Just my family alone doing services, uh, doing services in the community. We've had that opportunity. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, it's all about that relationship again. So, let's come back to um, an earlier point. Because the first thing that I mentioned of those three things was having something to do that really struck home for you. But the other two things, one was teaching... One was miracles and, and moving in the spirit. I never said anything about those. I said those two. And then the third one was, oh, was serving okay, the okay. community. And that. as soon as I started mentioning, if you go too far in this direction, this is where it can end up. Mm-hmm. That was just an example of how the pendulum can swing. Yep. If you go too far in the spiritual direction, you end up with people who don't pay any attention to uh, what the Bible actually says anymore. Instead, they're, let's say, holy rollers rolling in the aisles or stuff like that. I don't want to cast dispersions on something, but you've seen people who have taken it and turned it into a cult where they don't actually have any founding on real scripture anymore. And so people are getting sucked into something that's well, wrong. That's, and that's why right? I mentioned scripture so many times this one, and that is to what is the core foundation of the scripture that he says there? And that is love and relationship so what is the negative aspect of somebody who focuses too much on just the teaching that's a teaching because while there are teachers in there if you focus too much on it like you just said you're missing that core piece that core piece always needs to be there no matter what it is now you may be so filled where you are teaching you're still outpouring Mm-hmm. Teaching is nothing wrong with teaching. I never said there's wrong with teaching. I'm not saying that either. But if the focus is entirely on teaching, let's say if the pendulum swings too far mm-hmm. in that direction, I'm not saying that you can ever have teaching that is too good. Okay, I'm saying that if the focus is all about the brain and Bible knowledge, the Bible mm-hmm. says uh, that knowledge puffs up, but love builds up, right? Yeah. And so you're missing out on something that's much more important when all you have is the focus on that. But we talked about the body. There's three different parts that I was just describing. Mm-hmm. You've got the giving to people, you've got the um, the spirit, and you've got the uh, knowledge aspect yeah, it of it. And if you don't have that. all three of those... It talks about that in Ecclesiastes, actually, about it. It actually breaks it down. It's where they're breaking it down, talking about the different parts of the church. And they're actually talking about... The, the you know the, this case they're talking about the widows that go used to go out and the ladies used to go out and serve the widows but there's also old men who teach and you go a little bit further into that scripture I want to say it's Ecclesiastes five I want to say it's Ecclesiastes maybe getting the wrong I think I want to say it's Ecclesiastes not Ecclesiastes maybe you mean Ephesians Ephesians thank you Ecclesiastes I, my head gets mixed up thank you Ephesians so see that's why I, I mean, maybe it's Ephesians it sounds I, more like Ephesians. I, 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 I want to say it's Ephesians was Ephesians it's Ephesians it's Ephesians, it's Ephesians. thank you. Yeah, th- thank you. Thank you, my brother Tony, over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, True religion is this. 
to look after widows and orphans, orphans in their distress, and to keep them. Yeah, but it also talks about the, the elderly who teach, and not 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 to discourage that. And I'm not discouraging any of that. All that is great, and all that's biblical. Mm-hmm. Okay, but like I said, none of that matters if we're missing the relationship, because that's still all that's built upon. You remember the point where it says where uh, Christ says uh, to Paul after he says, you know. Um, he says, uh, Peter, who, uh, sorry, Peter, who I'm kidding, actually, I think he, I think he changed it to uh, Paul. Simon gets changed to Paul. Anyways, I, I'm sorry, my names get Saul names, to Paul. Names get mixed up. In Are my you head. talking about Peter? When he says, uh, upon, upon you, this rock, I build my church. That's Peter. Uh, is that Peter? Okay. See, sorry, names in my head Safest get mixed up. Peter, yeah. So that's why I wanted my notes so I can actually give you the names. Um, because I, I actually confirmed my, my stuff earlier when I was looking it up. Because uh, I wanted to be able to talk about this, mm-hmm. and I left my notes sitting in my office. <laughs> I just so, wrote a few things me. down that I wanted yeah. to be able to say. And but... mainly, I wanted to be able to, to identify the scriptures for you, so I could at least name them right. Sure. But anyways, upon you I build this rock, and now um, upon this rock I build my church. Yep. Yes, that's what you meant. That, to say. That's what I meant to say. Thank you for the correction. Um, anyways, so I, I I got myself so confused on names, I've lost the point I was trying to make there. What were we just talking about? Uh, don't uh, well. I think maybe you were talking about how um, when the early church was f- forming, um, oh, just before yes. the stoning of Stephen, um, they were having trouble yes. with uh, making now. sure all the widows were getting fed, well, and Peter was like, yeah, we shouldn't neglect we teaching in order to take care of this. I remember what it is. And he, what he, Christ just asked Peter, who do you think I am? And he says, you are the Christ. You're, you know. Oh, oh er, yeah. early, okay. Yeah, and then, and, then he, and he goes into right after that, so upon, upon, this, uh, upon this rock I build my... Upon, Peter, upon you, upon this rock, I build my church. But that still comes back to you, that relationship of identifying who Christ was. So the, if you actually listen to what was said there, and what's written, it's actually pretty pretty clear it's, that it's upon that relationship that he that, that was identified that he was able to build that church and basically build the body. And it all comes back down to that relationship. Without the relationship, none of the rest matters. Well, I'm not sure if that particular scripture, I'd have to look into that more applies to it. I don't think what you're saying is wrong, but I'm not sure how it completely fits with that. And what I want to come back to really agrees with what you're saying anyway. But the the problem that I think people have in general is that they tend to see one thing that they would choose. And that's why I'm really curious about the comments. They would yeah. choose one aspect of this that would fit them the most and neglect some of the others. So do we have any comments on that? Um, we can um, maybe take a look at a few of them. Okay, so the first one says, uh, loving people through being there, showing them God's love, reaching those that would never go to church, teach them how to have a relationship with God. Oh, she didn't pick one thing. There's a few of them in there. What well, else? Just, but that's okay. Well, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's just uh, fine. Everything's, everything's going to say Brandy because she's just sending it to us. Oh, oh okay. So, yeah, Br- Brandy's just her copying it from our comments into us. Bring Tony um, into the conversation. Well, Tony said he's going to be the fly on the wall. We kind um, of figured it was going to be between Joel and myself. Uh, yeah, and so um, just to give you a history, Tony's been a pastor and, and everything else. Um, and when we had the conversation that night, a lot of it had to do with him and I. But, uh, yeah, so um, – I think uh, I think Tony's kind of holding his stuff. I think he'll come back in with something at a later time. Maybe not this show, but I think, I think he's reserving that right. Would you Would you agree, Brother Tony? Well, I'm waiting. I, I like what you, the dialogue that's going on here. I mm-hmm. had some interesting uh, things to point in, but the conversation's it's kind of teetering. So go ahead, keep going, keep going. Yes, keep going. yes. Okay. So Let's um, just get a couple of these. Why don't you get the yep. next one here? Um, 
Okay, that is literally what Jesus taught, was helping people better themselves, gain some better morals, and live a more peaceful, fruitful life. Okay. Uh, next one mm -hmm. is, uh, pro tip, God sees everything, so if you're faking it on Sunday around church, God sees that be yourself. Stop lying to yourself and God. That's a hard one, I gotta say, though. Because I think that we lie to ourselves all the time. I mean, it's going to be a struggle. It's just part of human nature. But yeah, it's yeah, true. we got it. We got to find that, find the truth. Um, the body is forgetting that people need to be shown love. There are so many people put there that the Christians in religion, uh, because great by that hate Christians in religion because it feels fake and empty. There are people that need to see that love from you in order to be reached. So I want to point out something. Um, to be a Christian and the word religion, both of those have now a negative connotation because uh, we are aspiring as somebody who is a believer. I'm aspiring to be something better, but I'm not there yet. That's the thing you got to remember. Like, I, I'm a Christian, but I, I, my life is really screwed up right now. And the whole point, of, I have him to look at it's, he's my he's my focal point that i know is going to be solid and 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 rock solid because everything else is going to just be screwed up at least i'll get back up every time i fail that's the thing you don't you don't just keep failing and not get back up well, we're we're not going to suddenly be perfect and no matter what people think we're always excuse me always going to be dependent on christ mm -hmm. we're never going we're not we're not perfect we never will be and so because of that because of that we're going to have a dependence on christ too to help us. So, and that people once asked, uh, I've heard this question asked, you look like you have something to say. Go ahead, keep going. So, uh, so, it was, you know, people asked the question, why is it that we, God gives us challenges in life? And I think it's to, to give us the opportunity to show our dependence and need for him. I love that. Among, amongst many other reasons, but I mean, I think that's the biggest one is it, it allows us to have that opportunity to depend on Christ to show that he's there and he's able to come through in the end. I think it's the love of Christ that, um, compelled himself to appoint Peter as the rock of the church. Because if you look at Peter and his initial makeup, he is impulsive, cutting off the ear of the centurion, and mm -hmm. Jesus goes basically, put that back on. <laughs> um, and, and he was just impulsive. He was kind of, he denied Christ. He was kind of all over the map. But yet, because of Christ's love, Christ saw him as he would be, not as he is. And that's why he called, Peter is called rock. That's the name of Peter mm -hmm. being a rock when he was not rock-like. And I love that Christ takes nobodies and makes them somebodies in him. And he tends to pick the imperfect people that don't look like we think they should look. Right. Yes. So often. Right. And if you go off of that that first judgment, you, you, uh, you can make assumptions. So uh, what I want to come back to is that first question that I had said, um, what was your choice when it comes to that? And it was a trick question. So um, my favorite verse is 1 Corinthians 13, 1. Mm -hmm. And um, you, even if you don't read the Bible, you've probably heard it at a wedding. It's maybe not really that fitting at a wedding, but they always say it because it's like poetry. It's easy to remember. So it's, if I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love... I am nothing. If I give all I have to the, excuse me, if I have the gift of knowledge and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, 
Yeah. Gift of prophecy and can fathom all yeah. mysteries and all knowledge, but have not love. I am nothing. If I give all I have to the poor and surrender my body to the flames, I I have nothing. If I have not love. I'm totally butchered that, but the point is every one of those is without love. You could be doing the knowledge thing. Let's teach people. But if you don't have love, mm -hmm. like Joel was saying, not like Joel doesn't have, like Joel doesn't right. have love. This empty <laughs> husk of a man. No, uh, no. no, uh, no. But if you give everything and that's your big focus and you don't have love, okay? But part of the thing is, is it's all three. Mm -hmm. You do need all three. And it does tend to be that if you're focused on teaching, you don't tend to do as much giving. And that might be because teaching is your gifting and you're just that part of the body of Christ. Sometimes I feel like I'm the ass of Christ. <laughs> he's, I, 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 I feel he's referring to the donkey that Christ rode upon. I was trying to say, oh. well, you know, he tends to use those. Yeah. You know? oh, I, yeah. I, I mean, ass means donkey, it. right? Use a donkey, right? Yeah. 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 But you, you're you're right. It, it it's the it's the both. It's the both. It's the mm -hmm. it's the. But he always tells us to go out and make disciples. Right. It was never meant for us to stay within this block. But he always said, "Go out, go out." And Joel, you're totally right about mm -hmm. that. Uh, about because um, he was saying the same yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. That. Uh, you know, these people come in and they, they're just complacent. They're not really doing anything with it. Or at least that's what it seems like. Yeah, uh, uh, it, it definitely. I mean, and it's, you know, God gives us discernment. I'm not saying anything with my end, but God gives us discernment. And I believe that when someone has a relationship with Christ, you can definitely feel that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've heard that so many times. And when someone's distant, I think it also can be, it can be evident as well. Um, but we are, we're like eight, seven minutes passed over. So I wanted and to fit, and yeah. to fit your point, I, I've heard the analogy that, you know, um, in order to build a good fire, you need logs. Mm -hmm. So logs need to kind of congregate together to build a fire. Once you begin to take these logs off of the pile, the fire begins to die down. So maybe if we look at churches, not like you said, that building, but that gathering of people. Mm -hmm. Now it happens to take place at a building more so than not in the Western culture, mm -hmm. but you know, also Jesus went to the temple too. But you know, at the same time, it it it's, the church is more organic than that. Mm -hmm. So if you are are following the body, if you are integrating into the body, the body is for the building of the saints. So we do need to congregate together to mm -hmm. build up. Birds of a feather flock together, but we're supposed to fly out too. Mm -hmm. Yes. So we flock together to get empowered, to get strengthened, but we can fly out after. Couldn't that. agree more. Yeah, and the key it's thing, like that dump station. Exactly. Know, and so let me um, let, let me just wrap up with my point on this one, and then we'll give George a chance to finish up here because mm -hmm. we are past our time. So um, my point has never been against uh, against the fellowship of people. It's never been against the teaching, and have been never been against the worship piece. None of that. My point has been against the institutional piece that has lulled the, the church body to sleep in America and has caused them to lose the sense of that relationship because they're replacing religion with relationship. And so that's the point I'm talking about. But also the point actually has an and to it. And because of that lose that complacency, we've lost the love for the needy, the poor, the, the exactly. those who need mm -hmm. to and in many cases our own selves. Love, our, God well, calls us to love ourselves too. Right. Well, you have to love we yourself have, before you can love others. Exactly. Really, we, we get that wrong in the church. It says, if you love God, then you're going to love others. Well, what about me? 
Well, we it says love your neighbor as yourself. So mm-hmm. I can't love you unless I love me. Bing, 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 right on top of the thing. So, um, body of Christ, many parts, and it, it was really clear. You can't, the, I can't say to the hand, I don't need you. Let's cut it off and throw it out. You need every part of the body, right? I think actually Christ calls us if we're sending to cut off our hand and throw it well, out. Well, that's, that's a different verse. That's a different story. Oh, but good keep up. At any rate, the point is, <laughs> is just your own discernment of what is the best thing to do might not be the best thing for somebody else. Um, so the question is for you, for you, hmm. are you getting knowledge? Are you learning in some way? Are you getting fellowship with other believers? It doesn't matter how big the group is, but it should be three or more people that you're meeting with regularly and learning about or, or getting built up spiritually, right? Mm-hmm. And are you doing something to give, right? I serve. mean, I'm sure I there's serve. more. I want to say serve. Good, serve. Because, yeah, you can't always give something. And if you're the kind of person like, I have felt like I am where life's just kind of hit you really hard and it's kind of hard to give much more. Um, that's even more so the time to connect with people that you need um, fellowship with. I mean, so it just depends on who you are when it comes to that. Cool. Okay, guys. Well, um, we're, at, we're way past our time here. So um, I want to thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we'll see you here next week. Uh, ne- next week, we've already starting to look at some... I think we want to talk a little bit about Omicron because the Omicron. Yes. Is, there'll, there'll be someone for next week. There's another variant, guys. There's going to be an, another variant. Uh, Omicron sounds like a transformer. I know. Anyways, I just have to say that. I just like. I don't uh, want that in my system. Uh, right? Yeah, right? I don't want to I'm going to get the transformer vaccine. And we don't know if this vaccine necessarily, but I mean, we've heard. Hopefully Biden said he's we'll not going to lock down the week. country. He yeah. did say he's not going to lock down the country. Well, he said well, it. Well, okay, so that means know. he's going to. If he, if he says he's not going to do something, he's going to do it. If he says he's like going to do it. Like if he says he's not going to fall, he might yeah. fall. Like yeah. he says if he's not going to fall asleep or poop his pants. He probably Ooh. does that on a normal basis. My butt's okay, guys. Wipe. We just reached the bottom of that one. Well, you know what? All, all, all I have to say to, uh, to finish this up today is let's go, Brandon. Let's go, yeah, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Uh, let's go, Brandon. Oh, yeah. See you guys next time. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.